0: Today in Watching Your Wealth, what you need to know about investing in gold. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Steve Cookiaro is president of Three Edge Asset Management. Welcome, Steve.
1: Well, thank you. Very nice to be here.
0: Great to have you. So, Steve, owning gold is controversial in part because it pays investors nothing, yet some investors are so passionate about it. Can you remind us why? What's behind that passion?
1: Well, I think that uh, some investors, sometimes called gold bugs, feel that owning gold gives them safety and security in an uncertain world. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they become a bit too passionate. And there are market environments that are really conducive for holding gold, and gold performs better than other asset classes, but other market environments where uh, gold tends not to do as well as other asset classes. So I think one must be more, more sensitive to the economic and market environment, not just in a blanket way always favor gold or always uh, are against gold.
0: That's a smart idea, not being so passionate about something that you don't see the bigger picture. Now, give us a market environment that you think gold makes sense for investors.
1: Well, when gold makes sense would be a market environment where if you think of gold as the inverse of of money, paper money, you can always trade paper money for gold at whatever the prevailing price is. This has been true for uh, years, decades, centuries. And an environment where you're rewarded to hold paper money because you earn a rate of interest over and above the rate of inflation, you're much better off holding the paper money. you are holding gold which yields no interest on the other hand in environments where that real or inflation-adjusted interest rate is dropping or in fact is negative you're better off holding the gold than you are paper currency that is actually losing against inflation over time the 1970s was a perfect example when we had negative real interest rates and holding gold was much more advantageous than holding paper currency.
0: Right. So, you know, we've seen the run-up in gold this year, but if interest rates rise in December, gold could come under pressure, given what you just said, it seems.
1: That is true. And one reason why gold is sold off of its highs of the year is the anticipation that the Fed will hike rates at the end of the year. In addition to that, other interest rates are ticking upward as inflation is starting to come back up from a slumber. So some people are afraid of holding an instrument like gold, which earns no interest when it looks like interest rates are climbing. However, I would point out that what's important is not whether or not interest rates go up, but whether or not interest rates go up faster than inflation or faster than expected inflation. Mm. And it's not always true that when interest rates rise, that's bad for gold. And again, the 1970s was a perfect example When interest rates rose that entire decade, but the Federal Reserve Board was always behind the curve and never kept up with rising inflation that was even growing at a higher rate. So we think that gold will be under pressure between now and and the next Fed action, Mm -hmm. but once they do raise rates – the extent to which we can compare that with the prevailing interest rate, uh, inflation rate, or inflation rate expectations will give us a better guide as to how gold will do beyond that.
0: Really interesting, great point. When we talk about um, gold, what kind of allocation should we have to gold in our portfolio? You know, is this sort of like a small, small amount, ten well, percent? We or less? always think that it is wise to have
1: some non-zero percentage allocated to gold because. There will always be circumstances in the future that are hard to predict. Sometimes people call those black swan events or fat tail events, things that happen out of the blue that hurt the stock market. Now, it's not true that gold always does well when the stock market does badly, but there are certain conditions where when the stocks do badly, gold might be the only safe hedge. So we always recommend an investor hold at least 4% of their portfolio in gold and that provides a nice, safe allocation to the extent that there's a big surprise in the future that 4% can, can truly help offset some of the losses in the stock market. Beyond 4% would depend on a view about the economic and financial and market conditions and whether real interest rates are, are rising or falling or whether there are other monetary pressures that would indicate holding more or less gold.
0: What type of gold investments do you like? Are you talking about ETFs or something else?
1: Well, to make things simple and easy to execute, we do favor using ETFs as part of a diversified portfolio. And ETFs are highly liquid. Uh, They're cost-efficient. They're not zero-cost, so it does cost some money to uh, own the ETF. But by and large, uh, we find it's a very efficient and effective way to hold gold in a diversified portfolio.
0: What about gold coins? Because you sometimes hear, see these commercials or you hear people talking about how they stock up on gold coins. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, that could be uh, the preference of the, uh, the buyer, the investor, who might feel a tangible benefit or sense of safety by physically holding in their hand the gold coin being able to store it in a safe and, and feeling some sense of security from that, that no one can take that away. On the other hand, uh, there's more cost associated with buying or selling gold coins because that's typically at a lower volume transaction than what is done through the ETFs that are dealing in the gold bars. But uh, that can provide... Uh, certain individuals with with a special sense of safety.
0: And if you have those coins, it may not be so easy to unload those if you needed to do so in a rush, right? Selling that might be a little trickier.
1: That is true because you have to find someone to be on the other side of that trade. And depending on why you're selling, if it's at a time when other people are selling too, you might find that it's harder to get a fair value. Whereas with the ETF, there's a very liquid market that you're dealing with, and the transactions cost is very minimal.
0: Any other sort of words of advice or risks to consider if you're thinking about investing in gold that you you think we should tell investors?
1: Well, I think that uh, people should really examine why they're investing in gold. And we believe that the number one reason would be a hedge against unexpected events, uh, a hedge against periods where the stock market might not do so well, and the environment suggests that gold could be the best anecdote or hedge. Uh, I think that Oftentimes, when we look back, we see that when gold has been in a bull market, has done very, very well, and then attracts the interest. And a lot of people come into gold late in the game and buy it right at the peak before mm. it falls. Not a good thing. And we've seen the opposite. We've seen when gold does very poorly, mm. no one wants to own gold. They talk about gold being no longer relevant to modern portfolios. Mm-hmm. We even saw the Bank of England selling half of its gold reserves right. in the early 2000s right at the bottom. And right before a, a tremendous bull market. So, so we would caution people not to use their emotions when buying gold, but to do fo- so for sound financial reasons.
0: Good advice for any investment, I think. Thanks so much, Steve. That these are some great tips.
1: Well, thank you. It's my pleasure.
0: And I would love for you to stick around and take our fun financial quiz. Are you up for that? I think I am. <laughs> All right, great. You stick around, too. Join the Wall Street Journal at the Future of Everything Festival on May 21st to 23rd in New York City, where diverse global newsmakers share unique perspectives on navigating a changing world. Immerse yourself in live performances, explore pioneering technologies, and indulge in the city's inventive culinary scene. As a podcast listener, enjoy 20% off current ticket rates with code PODCAST. Visit wsj.com slash f-o-e-f podcast to secure your spot.
1: Hi, this is Paul Gigo, host of the Potomac Watch podcast. Join me and my colleagues every week as we dissect all of the latest happenings in Washington and on the campaign trail. Check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts and become a subscriber on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and the Google Play Music app.
0: WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. Now. Back to the show. Now it's time for 3Edge Asset Management's Steve Cucchiaro to take our fun financial quiz. Steve, you ready?
1: I think I am, Veronica. All
0: right, Steve, what's the best financial advice you ever received?
1: The best financial advice I ever received was to not be overly confident in one's projections and to stay diversified.
0: Love that. Worst financial advice? Worst financial advice was...
1: To uh, follow a stock tip that it was a sure bet.
0: (laughs) No such thing. Fill in the blank. Money can buy. Security. Nice. Money can't buy. Happiness. Very true. If you want a million dollars after tax, what would you do with it?
1: I would uh, would build a diversified portfolio and save it for when something important uh, came along to invest or spend other than that diversified portfolio.
0: No, I thought you were going to say something about sailing, because I know you're uh, you're a very uh, well-known sailor, too.
1: <laughs> now I have to be honest. I would uh, buy a new set of sails and, <laughs> and, and maybe a new rig.
0: That sounds more like great fun. Thanks so much for joining us, Steve. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. This has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of The Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously.